This episode is brought to you by Stretch Lab of Westfield. Stretch Lab offers one-on-one assisted stretching for people of all ages. Whether you're looking to improve your athletic performance or trying to stay limber as you age, Stretch Lab has a highly trained staff ready to help you reach all of your goals. Mention that Westfield podcast and get your first stretch for only $40. Visit stretchlab.com to learn more. Welcome back to this episode of That Westfield Podcast. Today, we are joined by Steve Murray of Murray Mania Fitness. What's up, Steve? Hey, how's it going? Like Thanks swag. so much for having me. Yeah, dude, this is a, this is a good one. So I think we all need a little learning about some uh, personal training and fitness and all that jazz. Mm. Yeah, plus I like your, your uh, shirt. There. Yeah, you like swag. the logo? Yeah. It's like a, sporty, cool. I have a, a t-shirt for you. Oh, if you sweet. want to swap. So and we, I uh, brought one for you as, as well. No, you <laughs> All the lies. No, I do. I'll get you one. I'll get you one. (laughs) I feel like I need to earn that shirt a little bit, though. So (laughs) I feel like uh, I might be a phony, but you've earned this one by being on the show. Great. It's like a special thing. I don't think a lot of people know that. You only get the shirt if you've been on the show. No, I did not know that. But um, I don't know if I have your size, though. You look a little bit bigger than a medium. I'm a schmedium. (laughs) Yeah, schmedium. All right, we'll stretch it out. You could go sleeveless or maybe even a tank. All right, great. Anyway, (laughs) let's learn about some physical fitness now. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been training people for, what it is that you do that's special, and why we should all like you, Steve. (laughs) So I grew up in a very large family. Uh, I always give people an opportunity to guess how many siblings I have. So what's your best guess? Seven. That's too, way too low. Ten? <laughs> Got to go up a little bit. Irish. Very Irish. Yeah, Irish Catholic family. family right? uh, yeah. Twelve. Twelve, yeah. So You're one of 13. I'm one of 12. So okay. I have 11 siblings. Okay, wow. That's all Yeah, so big family, no where do, twins. Where do you fall? I'm four from the top. Okay. All right. Still a leader. I'll give it yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Therapists have a tough time with me. They're like, you're a middle child, kind of. Yeah. yeah so, um, That's so, funny. so I was very active growing up, uh, you know, with siblings, backyard, all day long, playing sports with the neighborhood kids, loved basketball. And I always, I loved, like, from a young age, I remember, like, practicing skills for basketball and then immediately seeing, like, my performance enhance on the court. Mm. So I, like, gravitated towards that, like, practice and that that workout if you will and then um i remember in eighth grade my dad bought a bowflex remember bowflexes (laughs) we have one in our attic that no one ever used and i think i was the only sibling to like actually use it that's so funny like the whole pamphlet like all the pictures i did every exercise on that thing and i like saw results on it like the the tension like wore off after a couple months and like like i just immediately saw like no, you know, then I was on to like, you know, pull-ups and push-ups and anything I could kind of do to, because I immediately found that like, um, my confidence was better after workouts. Totally. My anxiety was lower. Um, it was a great momentum builder for me. And even like, um, something after the workout, I was even less susceptible towards like unwanted impulses. So it kind of gave me this like control for the day ah. and kind of set the table literally and figuratively if you will for like the rest of my day and i always like knew i was like all right this is something i'm passionate about this is something i like and another passion of mine is people like i love characters i just love (laughs) different people uh i always have like i was the kid do you remember the new jersey paper the star ledger of course yeah so i would the first thing i would read in the star ledger was the sports section but it would be the section of like an individual athlete and it would be like what's your favorite food and i'd be like oh my god they like avocados and like what's their favorite movie for some reason i like love that That's so, funny. so i just like people and uh long story short i got 
a degree in psychology from Montclair mm-hmm. State. Go Red Hawks. Yeah, Red Hawks. Did you go there? Yeah. Philosophy. Though. Let's go. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> okay. no, uh, no one cares. We're not at the schools. Yeah. <laughs> okay. State schools are just fine. People. Fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I started with I started with an exercise science um, major mm-hmm. at uh, Morris County College, where yes. I played basketball too. Cool. And then I was not one of those kids who was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an accountant. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and I was working a lot through school as well. And then I switched to business at Montclair because I was like, you know, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Same. I was then, also a business major, which yeah, you like to exactly. don't we all know anything were. about business, but you learned a lot more about in philosophy and psychology, right? Yes. So I remember by the time like I was getting towards the end of graduation, my advisor was like, hey, I mean, you have so many credits in psychology because I just liked it. She's like, you might as well graduate with that and you'll be quicker to graduate. I was like, all right, cool. So now <laughs> I tell people I do all three. It's like right, exercise right. science, the business, and the psychology. Um, and then I had a couple odd jobs here and there trying to get my path started as a career. And I remember when I decided to become a personal trainer, it was a very um, conscious decision. Mm -hmm. It was like I was dating my now wife at the time and we were getting more serious. And I was like, I need to get my act together. Like I need to pick something. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I've had friends tell me like, you should be a personal trainer, like you would crush it. And um, I kind of just like went all in on it Mm -hmm. and like got a job at Lifetime in Berkeley Heights. I had a great manager there. Shout out to Chris Trufa. Worked alongside some excellent trainers. And I remember like really, really applying myself. Like I'm still a student of the game, read a lot of books, listened to a ton of podcasts. And I was exposed that lifetime to so many different types of individuals with different um, goals, different injuries, different uh, workout pasts. So I would train anyone from, you know, a 16-year-old athlete to a 75 year old citizen to like a working parent so it was a ton of good exposure so i accelerated well there like i learned so much um and i just remember like my first year i probably saw like 10 or 20 other personal trainers get Mm. hired there and then i saw the same more people leave within that same year. <laughs> right. So I just remember being like, you know, whatever, they try another job or they go on to get like a real job, whatever that means, or it just wasn't for them. Mm. Cause like anyone can become a trainer. Right. You just need a certi- certificate. And I just remember being like, if I just like stick this thing out, like I could crush this. Right. So I was there for five years and then COVID hit. And you know, in the back of my mind throughout those five years, I always knew. I wanted to start my own business someday or have my own shop. I just didn't know how that looked yet. Mm -hmm. And uh, when COVID hit, I was just training a ton of people virtually, uh, FaceTime sessions, going to people's homes, um, and then a lot of like online stuff. And it sort of grew like organically, meaning like I would train someone in their garage and they'd be like, hey, can you train like my wife? And I'd be like, yeah. And then like, well, and then my neighbor. And then like, we kind of stem from there, like a lot of word of mouth. And like, I remember like a couple of weeks had gone by and I was like, I'm kind of running my own business right now. <laughs> just so yeah. So then I just made it official. And, and, uh, you know, when all the gyms opened back up, I just, I was on my own, started my LLC. And I've been doing that for four years now. 
it's been going great. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I think one thing that people don't think about when it comes to trainers, it's like I said, it's kind of like a dime a dozen. But when you actually work with a person who actually understands human development and behavior and does have a strong psychology background, it makes all the difference because you're not just showing somebody how to do a workout. Like some people, that's all they want. But if you're someone who actually wants to be a better person, who wants to grow mentally, physically, and in every aspect of your, of your life, whether it's being a better father, a better husband, a better person, like whatever it is, like, of course, like that's a person I would want to hire versus yeah. someone who could just show you the movements because there's no motivation behind that it's yeah. just it's just doing the flow of whatever you know so you can, your muscles can grow but i think science has proven time and time again that there's such a connection between like how you feel about what you're doing yep. and actually doing it so the psychology trumps the programming mm-hmm. i think that was goose stale that said that and it's so true like your willingness to do the program or the workout is so much more important than the x's and o's of the program right. unless of course your motivation is the x's and o's right, right. and that's yeah. where <laughs> learning how to talk to different types of people and communication styles comes into play and you're right i think it's a big missing piece with a lot of trainers these days is they know textbooks which you should know and Mm -hmm. they know the x's and o's but they lack those quote-unquote soft skills which i don't think are as soft as they sound they're actually (laughs) a big piece of the pie if you will now i'm hungry (laughs) um and they probably are like 20 percent of the work that get you 80 percent of the results exactly yeah, yeah, for sure. It's funny to say soft skills because that was something, you know, now bringing up philosophy, like everyone was like, what are you going to do with that? And it was like, it, philosophy taught <laughs> me how to think versus what to think. And in business had got me through so many hard times. And, and then I became almost an expert in human psychology just by serving the public for six years. Like the more people you work with, the better you get to understand humans and you, the better you get to understand what they actually need, mm. which makes you better at your job over and over again. So if you try to avoid that or you think it's not important, like, correct. You're going to lose in the end. And you're not going to be able to help as many people. Yeah. And plus, like, if I can communicate in a style that best suits the client in front of me, I'm going to get more out from them from a fitness standpoint. And we're going to see better progression if they feel more comfortable in the environment. I love that. So what you do is a little bit different. So it's not like, I mean, you do go to some people's houses and train them one, one-on-one, but you have more of an online model that probably did stem from the pandemic. A lot of people kind of understand it a little bit, but I think as the landscape for health and wellness changes and people become busier or since COVID, they've built their own in-home gyms and stuff. Maybe they're thinking like, oh, I'm okay on my own. Like, I don't really need someone to come train me, but what is it that you offer that makes it uh, better for those people who are in those types of situations or even going to a local gym and they don't have a personal trainer there. Like, what do you do? What uh, service do you provide that helps them just take their fitness to the next level? <laughs> so on their end, they use an app and it's training with me. They kind of bring me to the gym if the gym's in their home or if they work out at a gym on their own and I build a custom program for them. So, you know, it t- takes the guesswork out. A lot of people go to the gym and they just kind of do some curls, do some flies. That's me. Hit the treadmill <laughs> <laughs> and they go home, which is better than nothing. But right. you're going to see a lot more progress if you actually have a, a custom plan built for you and it's attainable for you. So you go to the gym, you open the app and boom, there's me working out, demonstrating the exercises, how many reps, how many sets. And then you complete them. I see when you do it, you can leave me notes, we can message it's really like I can be as supportive as you want me to be. Mm-hmm. And it's very much on your terms. So it's a, it's a, um, lower price point than my in-home training. So it's a little bit more affordable and it's a great way to stay accountable because you have a coach, but it's also a great way to work out the right way and progress towards goals that you want without kind of just winging it. Right. 
how what percentage of people do you think are winging it out there? Oh, a lot. <laughs> or, or you get a lot of people are winging it, but there's also a lot of people who will be like, "Oh, I was at the gym for three hours today." I'm like, "Cool, who'd you run into?" Like, <laughs> there's no way you're working out for three hours. Um, you know, if you're doing something, I would never knock anyone for showing up to the gym, mm-hmm. right? But there's just so much low-hanging fruit out there if you can do a couple simple things well and then build from there and progress from there. It's like amazing when you follow a program and actually stay consistent with it. The results are like profound compared to just like doing the same thing but going to the gym for a year. And I think if people haven't experienced that before, then they don't know. So someone like me, right? Like I've never worked out long enough or on a program, you know, specifically designed for me to see the before and after. So yeah, then you get like unmotivated with anything. It's like you start a business and you don't get a lot of sales. You're like, oh, I stink at this. And like, I don't want to do it anymore. But I think that's the the perk of working with somebody like you is that you get those those short-term wins like a little bit faster and it inspires you to keep going. Exactly. And I just made a, an Instagram post about this. Just the fact that you have someone on your team, like people have accountants to manage their books. They have financial advisors to manage their money, dentists to watch their teeth. It's like <laughs> some of us. It's like, why not have someone overlook your fitness plan right in in a, in a yearly perspective too you're, you're making me feel motivated because i i've been dropping the ball on this like new year new me and it's something i know i need to do but yeah it's just like it's really easy to like not make it a priority for most people and i'm like into health and wellness like i yeah. i know how important it is to like build muscle for longevity i understand like the biology of what happens when your muscles like aren't being used properly i even know better and i still don't do it and so that i think comes into like for me at least a fear of like yeah i'm not great at using the equipment i don't really know what to do sure and like people like me like i need to be able to so I, I might be calling you actually <laughs> yeah, after, yeah. after this yeah. to uh, maybe, but yeah, you have to feel comfortable with the person that you, that you're working out with, right? Yep. I think a lot of people uh, struggle with that too. They're like, oh, like you know, if they feel insecure about what they look like right now, or just like if they're a built. Like for me, it's more my ability level, mm-hmm. and like I don't want to look like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you just have to like get over it and like yeah. just call somebody and, uh, yeah. and ask for help because you're going to be so much happier on the other side of it once you do. For sure. So, yeah. And I do like hybrid stuff as well, where you might want to do a couple in person sessions in your okay. home. I do. That. before you progress towards the online training. Is that enough space for us to do a workout one day? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I yeah. have some dumbbells here. I brought like, some, actually. Did you really? Are we not working out after this? Uh, we could. We could go on the roof. I, I mean, right. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> we had an episode with... Uh, Jason from uh, Martial Arts Institute of America, and he does paladin, so it's like strength training with like oh, wow. sword, not sword, like swords and like yeah. knight stuff, yeah, yeah, and, like yeah, hammers. Yeah. And we went on the roof and we did some stuff. And oh it was wow! Pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going on the roof. After this. <laughs> Are you afraid of heights? Yeah, it's <laughs> no, no, just cold out. <laughs> oh my god, so funny. Okay, yeah, that's so, like that's there's so many modalities in the fitness space, um, and that's also something I try to help people with is like clear the clutter or the chaos or the confusion if you will like there's a thousand and one ways to work out and little boutiques popping up like Everywhere everything right it's like people get overwhelmed and technology is great i use it but i'm also big on just like learning how to squat learning how to hip hinge like right. can you move unilaterally where can we start that's a good point for you that's able to progress and you might just need a pair of dumbbells for three months before you use anything else, you know? Right. And I think people get overwhelmed on social media with all <laughs> these, uh, there's so much going on. It's like, let's keep it simple. Let's work with you, with what you've got, with your body. And let's see where we are after three months. Right. 
And I, and that just communicating that to someone is a superpower, like setting expectations, like don't quit drinking, quit smoking, hire me five days a week mm -hmm. and rub CBD all over your body <laughs> on Monday because you'll fail by Wednesday. You know, it's like, let's just pick three solid workouts that I know you can do and let's complete that consistently before we move on. What's, do you have like a cool transformation story or somebody that you work with or like yourself? Um, well, currently I'm working with a couple in Westfield and they've both lost a significant amount of weight and they're looking really good. Nice. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's some good transformation <laughs> stories. I'm not like a trainer is known for like, oh, you're going to lose a ton, uh, a ton of weight working with this guy. It's, um, feeling good when right. you work out, working out the right way. So you could call it performance or functional training, which is overused in this industry, but, but that's what it is. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, looking, building strength, getting lean, mm -hmm. um, and then making it sustainable. So you're doing this for a long time, not right. just like a quick flash in the pan boot camp for 30 days and then you drop off for 90 days right. before you pick back up again. Because you're not building the habit, right? Even from a psychological standpoint, the more, what is it, 21 days to build a habit yeah, around there? something somewhere? like that. 30, <laughs> what 30 did you read? Which, yeah, which paper did you read? <laughs> right. Well, it's, for as long as it takes your brain to get it, right? But exactly. I feel like the minimum is 21 days for a lot of things because it just doesn't always click depending on your mm -hmm. brain. And obviously, the more motivation you have, um, you know, that always helps. But sometimes the motivation isn't there and that's where discipline comes in, right? And just kind of, again, if you can't hold yourself accountable, it is worth paying somebody 1,000% yeah. to hold yeah. you accountable. So you said something back in the beginning about, you know, how working out um, helps like your mental health a little bit. And I think obviously this is something everybody talks about. Um, and we know it, we understand, I think, in a broad sense, how working out is better for us just as a human evolutionary you know, aspect of life. It's like we used our bodies constantly. Now we're also sedentary. So what are some of the biggest things that you see improvement in with people and their health and their mental health um, after working out with you for a little while? I think it's anxiety is down more. Um, there's definitely a research on that. But I don't know if it's tied into, oh, I feel better about myself or whatever. I just released endorphins. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it comes down to you're proving to yourself, you're building that self-efficacy, -eth that proof that you're doing something for yourself and showing up for yourself. And I think that's a massive confidence builder because, um, all right, you started out with something you value to look better, to feel better, to be a better husband, better father, better whatever. And you're proving to yourself that you could do that. So over time, you build this self-efficacy, this confidence. And I think it does stem into other areas of your life that like I was talking earlier. It's for me at least, and for people I work with, it's a big momentum builder. Like when I work out, especially on those days where you're like, I know I have a workout scheduled for today and I'm just going through the motions to show up. Mm -hmm. It's night and day walking out of there. And that's why I do it. Cause I know how I feel when I don't do that. And uh, that's why I keep doing it. Cause I don't like that feeling of complacency of that. I knew I had a workout, but I skipped it. That type of thing. Like whenever I, do work out, it's like, okay, what's next on my day? And That's it's awesome. an instant better mood. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I didn't work. I was telling you, I didn't work out for a really long time because I wasn't feeling so well. And once I started again, it's like, you know, again, I, I have days where I skip all the time, but yeah, there's always that high, that little, you know, yeah. endorphin high you feel good. And you're like, I can do anything now. I can take over the world. Yeah. Like, my business is going to be so much better. Especially it's not so much like a running high every time you work out. Right. It's more about just like checking that box for me. And it's like, okay, like I did that today. 
Right. That was on my to-do list and it's done and I feel good. Right. I definitely feel like more physiological thing. I, I guess it's just blood flow, right? Yeah, so for sure. Body, to muscles, like your uh, lymphatic system is draining, yeah. you know, your brain's working better. Like there's just so much benefit to exercise. And it's just like not taught to us as kids, right? It's not like we have gym class when we're yeah. growing up, but the importance of why like you must do it and just have it be a natural part of our life. Like it's something, it's always seems so forced, right? For yeah. Us growing up and like, yes. oh, you have to go to the gym. And it's like, yeah, functional movement, like <clears throat> things that you enjoy. Even me running around the restaurant for six years like that. I didn't work out because I was running around there, but I probably did like, I don't know, 10 to 12,000 steps a day. I was always bending and like, sure, you know, yeah. picking up, you know, 40 pound pack, oh, bags yeah. of stuff. And, and so, that's where the strength training helps with that stuff. It just like the strength training helps you meet the demands in your life, whether you're an athlete or a restaurant owner or, you know, you're picking <laughs> up a kid, twisting, putting them into a crib. Like literally it helps with all those things. That's really funny because I literally hurt my back yesterday picking up my, uh, my friend's kid. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh my, and I, I literally fall my back. I'm like, wow, like I just feel weak here. Yeah, And there was a story, uh, Kevin Hart was in a car accident a couple of years back and he always talks about how he literally broke like all the, all these different things. And it, the doctor said, if you weren't as strong as you were, like you would have been paralyzed. There you go. So even from a preventative standpoint, as we get older, how old are you? 34. Baby. Is that a qu- trick question? <laughs> yeah, no. but, well, I'm 37, and uh, you know they, they always say, at least, at least for women, like your old lady body is made in your in your 30s. So, like the stronger you are, the easier it is to prevent, you know, all sorts of stuff yeah. when you when you age. So it's like now's the time. Like it's not too late for anybody. Anybody, yeah. any age can keep yeah. working out. But if you're like in your thir- like late 20s, 30s, early 40s, exactly. Like, now's the time. Yeah, exactly. And like, luckily, the the industry is changing where there's more awareness around smart training. Um, but with that, there's just a big spectrum of just like what I was talking about before. There's so many modalities and ways to work out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's tough sometimes to sift through the clutter, but working out nowadays, um, compared to when we were growing up is encouraged for a lot of people. And then it's the variables. Is it like too much working out is, and I like that kind of stuff where I can help people with, you know, how many stressors are in your life outside mm-hmm. of working out? Like, do we need to change the intensity this week or the volume? Uh, and then there's so many like, um, nuanced things that go into the actual workout program. Cool. Do you uh, help people with their nutrition as well? Is that, uh, a I'm happy to like kind of do a lot of behavior change stuff, cool. especially, um, you know, hitting a protein goal for the day. Um, mm-hmm. talking about habits. I don't prescribe diets for people. I'm not a nutritionist. Um, but it's certainly something we talk about often. Cool. Yeah. And especially with like online stuff with online trainers, I can put anything in the app. Like if we, we have a consultation, we pick a couple things they want to work on that month. I'll put in hit 150 grams of protein today mm-hmm. uh, and they can upload exactly how they do that nice. or, you know, get 8,000 steps in today or do the Peloton today, you know, right, right, right. so I can customize it individualized based off the, the person's lifestyle. Cool. Right. So if somebody wants to work with you, they go to your website. Is there a contact form they fill out? Kind of walk me through the process. For yeah. Sure. MurrayManiaFitness.com. Or if you go to my Instagram, MurrayManiaFitness, there's a, a link there. And five questions, you know, workout history, injury history, um, goals. And then we set up a, a, a phone call. And then from there, you know, you get my welcome package and we get you started ASAP. That's cool. Yeah. Like I dig it. Okay. Well, that's where you find the, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Steve Murray. Uh, anything else you want the people to know? Um, what's your favorite color? Uh, right now, it depends. <laughs> you but changes. I do like black right now, black. and that's not cool. I feel like that's just 
because it's being mirrored it's to not, you constantly. It's not uh, relative to how I feel inside. I just think it's cool. <laughs> uh, green, because my son's favorite color is green. Um, but yeah, no. That's it. That's, I think that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, no, I do have one more question for you. Okay. Um, what are some of your places in Westfield to uh, to visit? Um, Until now. Bovellas. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Bovellas. Bovellas. <laughs> the new bakery I went, went to recently, right on Elm. Uh, is, yeah, that's very good that's as great. well. So I'd say those are my top two that I'd pop in on like an afternoon for a coffee and pastry. A trainer is eating all the sweets, guys. Yeah, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to <laughs> indulge. You got it. You can't deprive yourself completely. I'm a, I'm a fan of it, obviously. Uh, well, what's his name? Alex Ramosi always talks about that. He's like he's like massive, and he's like I never skip dessert never because skips he just dessert, does yeah. math for him and yeah. it works out well. You shouldn't right. yeah, you shouldn't have to deprive yourself to be able to you know right enjoy 100%. life and yeah. you got to pick your battles. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would rather eat like a really good gluten free donut than like, I don't know, like a sugary coffee or something like that. You know? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, you heard it here first. <laughs> eat all, <laughs> all the pastries you want all the time. for Bob and Babella's <laughs> as long as you're working out with Steve. <laughs> Steve, thank you so much. This is awesome. Thanks, it was Amanda. great to know you, and uh, we'll see yeah. you soon. All right. Bye, guys.